Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. I didn't check the stats, but Flux Theater Ensemble has to be deep in the running for company with the most episodes featured on Go See a Show. And that's for good reason. With their most recent production, Am I Dead? The Untrue Narrative of Anatomical Lewis, the Slave, the company offers a retelling of Egyptian myth for the age of Black Lives Matter. Vital stuff, written by playwright Kevin R. Free. I spoke with director Heather Cohn, as well as actors Corey Allen, Alicia Spielman, and Isaiah Tannenbaum after a recent performance. Take a listen. But welcome back. Uh, it's another Flux Jam. It's good to have Flux. It's always good to have Flux back on the podcast. So welcome back. I have a, uh, several returning guests and one new guest. Uh, new guy, introduce yourself first. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. I'm Corey Allen, playing uh, Osiris and et al. Et al. Um, and uh, we also have returning back. Hi, Alicia Spielman. I'm playing Mrs. John Gray. Uh, Isaiah Tannenbaum. I'm playing Isaac. Heather Cohn, I'm playing the director. <laughs> and the show is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to say it and just correct me when I get it wrong. Actually, you know what, it's am I dead, question mark, and then uh, give me the second part because I will just screw it up. The Untrue Narrative of Anatomical Lewis, the Slave. Which is a brilliant title and uh, written by the brilliant Kevin R. Free. And uh, I wish we had him here because I'd love to get his perspective on this, but uh, I'm gonna make somebody else here describe to me like, what is Kevin's play? Because um, I, I bet you have an interesting, uh, an interesting <laughs> pitch. Yeah, that's always, Heather, that's always what happens. The director always has to give it when the playwright is not here. This, this is what always, you're like, it's like she's hiding. I wish you could see this. <laughs> I wish you could see this podcast audience. Uh, what is the play? What is the play? Like, so how do you describe the play and tell somebody, oh, like, come wow. see Am I Dead? Um, um, how do you pitch it? Sure. Uh, well, uh, it is a dark comedy, though today's audience, you wouldn't know it because there was, like, <laughs> maybe one laugh the whole, whole time. That was me. Thank you. I was laughing, that. but I, I felt like I was imposing on fellow audience members. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to tone it down. No, <laughs> you should have toned it up. Anyway, um... Uh, about it explores the history of violence on black bodies over all of time um, and uh, is uh, takes uh, the Isis Osiris myth and kind of takes a twist on it placing three um, white characters in a imaginative purgatory space where they are charged with rebuilding the bodies of the black men that they have wronged in life uh, and Isis is sort of their guide, um, cheerleader almost, uh, to, get, to kind of get them through this. Uh, and they have all from different times in history have come together in this, in this space. Um, and the hope is they will be able to bring Osiris, who will then judge the weight of their wrongdoings um, and decide the, their future fate. And uh, sadly, a perennially, uh, um, what is the word that I'm looking for? Um, pertinent, is that the word? Uh, topic, and even more so in 2017, thankfully, because we're actually sort of talking about this sort of stuff, which is really great. Um, which, in many ways, I feel like is kind of the, the thrust of the show. Uh, uh, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm like spoiling anything by saying that, but it's like, I love that. Uh, the summation for me out of this was like, we should, we should probably talk about this shit. Um, so talk to me about this shit. Talk to me about like what you're doing here on stage because you have, 
Um, you have several different people in time who have wronged uh, black bodies in some way, mm -hmm. and um, that's some that's some heavy stuff, especially as actors to be dealing with um, night after night. Even if it is uh, getting some laughs, uh, what what is this like? Like, what was it like putting the piece together? Um. I will start this. It, it's a lot. It's, you know, Fluxibent has been developing this piece with Kevin for the last two to two and a half years already. Oh, that's good to know. Like, you worked yeah. with Kevin to actually yeah, piece Yeah, he's piece. one okay. of our Flux Forward Playwrights, which is a program that we have created to um, work with specific playwrights on specific plays. And for this one, Kevin proposed this particular idea to us that we we're very excited about and so two, two and a half years ago um, and so we've been developing it for until until now until you see what this production is and it's a lot it's we've seen a lot of different you know versions of this and it's it's developed over the course of the last two and a half years I have to say you know two and a half years ago when we were um, you know kind of like starting to workshop it it felt uh, of course, this is a race is a very important topic. It is there's still so much that you know we need to need to remember what had happened, and we need to learn from our mistakes in the past as far as the United States goes and, and the world. And but uh, the last few months in particular, it's become unfortunately so even more important because of what's happening in politics in the U.S. today. So it, it kind of we started this a long time ago not realizing that how actually important it will be right, right now when we're producing it which is crazy to think about yeah again like just it's it's sad that it's always relevant uh, mm -hmm. these sorts of things so um, have you all been tied to these roles since uh, you were uh, developing uh, well uh, I have Alicia has and uh, Lori uh, who plays Isis has um, they were written for us um, uh, but uh, past podcast guest Laurie, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, Corey and Anna have come in uh, more recently, um, and have really made the roles their own mm -hmm. in a yeah. really great way. Roles uh, plural for you, Corey, which was really fun to watch. It must have been a great challenge. Indeed, uh, it was very interesting to read the play and come at it with no preconceived idea of what the thing was supposed to be, uh, and sort of discover it through the rehearsal process who each of these individual people, Lewis, Keith, Sai, and then a couple of others who I won't spoil. They, they make appearances <laughs> as well. And then finally Osiris and how Osiris pieces all of these, these people together. Um, it really is playing six different parts at the same time. And quick changing, sometimes on stage. In a moment, <laughs> yeah. in a moment, yeah. with no costume change. It, it's yeah. a, a light change and a sound cue and a shift in body or posture. And it's the way that Kevin has written it. So it's not just this production. I think any, whoever goes on to produce this play will have to figure out a way to articulate all of those lives right. in a heartbeat or a light shift. It's beautiful stuff. And it, there is one costume change, right? Did I notice that? Yes. Okay, good. All right. I'm not, no, no spoilers. But it's really, it's, it was beautiful. It was really cool. Um, I, actually, uh, I actually didn't notice it during tech. It was, it was, oh, really? yeah. no, it was like, it was like one of those things where, where like it hit me during one of the shows. I was like, oh, wow. Um, so it's, it's pretty subtle, uh, but it, but once you see it, it's, it's subtle, it's but very nice. effective. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of effective, uh, I'm as a theater artist myself, always very interested in the audience and how audiences receive stuff. Uh, we've already heard like, you know, there's, there's, especially with such difficult material, it can be hard to get an audience to 
laugh uh, when you're talking about the destruction of black bodies. Um, it's a very uh, difficult <laughs> pill. Uh, you know, you want to give it some sugar to, to, to take the pill, but mm -hmm. it's sometimes even that's not enough to get people to, to laugh along, no matter how funny it is. And there were some really funny moments and great lines that Kevin's written for you. Um, Apart from just that, that humor component, how, what have audience reactions been like? I mean, what are you hearing from people um, post-show? Um, are there reactions internally that have surprised you? Well, I will say that uh, every show has been incredibly different based on the people in the room and their energy. Every night, each audience's energy really brings a different light to the play. Like, we do the same play every night and as if it's new, but we rehearse, we get it ready, and the, you know, the energy of the audience has really changed each show each night. And I cannot emphasize that enough because we've had nights where we have had people be a little, you know, laugh more and, and kind of go in a different direction with the play. It's still the same play, but then we've had nights where, where nobody's laughing and, and people are listening or they're, they're in their own heads in different ways. And it's just, it's really like interesting how every night it's been different, even though we're doing the same play, like the audience's energy. And maybe, you know, it's a, it's a very, you know, it's a very triggering play. A lot of people bring in yeah. their own perspective, their own their own day into the room and we feel that every night we feel that on stage and we're bringing our own day into the room too and and so that combination has just made it different every night i don't know how else to explain it but yeah. that's just how it is it's 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 really interesting because that's i mean that's true with like any play you do that the audience affects it some some but i feel like this play in particular because the call to action um is so deep and it's so it's so embedded in how we are walking around all the time mm -hmm. that that we feel that wave from the audience in, in a way that I've, I've not really um, it, it affects me a lot more than than other shows um, you said a very interesting phrase in there Isaiah a call to action mm -hmm. and I think maybe I, I spoiled this a little bit because I led with this um, but uh, it felt to me that the call to action of this play was like get into the murky soup of this conversation and swim around uh, and be uncomfortable. Um, can anybody expound upon that? Because, you know, I just, I'm just 10 minutes after seeing this thing, haven't had a chance to really like let it all process, whereas y'all have been living with it for a couple of years. What do you feel like, what do you want people to leave with after something like this? Well, I think what Kevin gives us the canvas to discuss is uh, the ways that denial functions for a variety of people. And I think if we're looking at Mrs. John Gray, we're looking at Isaac, we're looking at Tatiana, uh, or even Isis in her own way, how they choose to view their own reality, accept it or deny it, is, uh, is interesting. And I think the audience is forced to kind of decide which approach do I take? And if I'm watching that character and suddenly I don't like that character, but I recognize something about myself in that character, yeah. what does that force me to do? Um, I think it, for my, my track with all of these men, I try to figure out where is Keith in Psy and vice versa or Neil or any of the other characters. And I think that there are slices, little glimmers 
of all of us in each other. And I think that what Kevin is giving us the opportunity to do with this play is to just, even if it's subtly and you know a little bit, peel the lid back and then close it up, is that me? Could it be me? And if it is, what can I do to change that? How can I start to change that? This sort of going off of that is less for me about what the audience should take away or do, but I think, um, you know, even just the process for us, uh, you know, it was not an easy process. <laughs> and um, I think that we, I learned so much and, and sort of what you're saying is like, yes, you have to have the conversation. Like, and as sometimes as hard as that is, or as like much as you fumble through the conversation, um, that this play reminds us that like the, the conversation has to be happening. Um, and uh, that was definitely true in so many times throughout the process and different dynamics and how relationships played out and, um, and everything. And I, you know, I remember when I was interviewing, we had a community engagement organizer on, on this play, uh, dramaturg slash community engagement organizer. And I remember I did a series of phone interviews with them and kind of having to be like on the phone, oh, and PS, you know, I am a white director directing this play. Um, and sort of owning that and talking about like what that meant and there were definitely times in this process where I thought like why why is like a why is a white person directing this play but also like Kevin and I talked about why that's important um, and uh, so I think yeah I mean the hope would be that the audience would like even feel a little of that and go and talk to whoever they came to the show with or you know read an article differently or just wake up a little bit and I'm sure you've had some good conversations after the show, uh, and not just amongst your, amongst yourselves, correct? Uh, yeah, people 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 talk to us after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Those who can. Uh, there's uh, there've been a lot of like, oh okay, all right, that kind of reaction, and there there there've been more effusive um, reactions. But it sounds well. like like you, I, I like the way you put it about like you know peaking peeking uh, underneath and like saying like looking at these things and examine like oh it, it is am I in there is there's part of me there because it sounds like in, in another to extend that metaphor it's like this this play in some ways that like, kind of opens a door and says like you know okay look inside talk and let's talk it. about it talk <laughs> like, about it well I think it's interesting that he chooses he Kevin chooses to put the people on trial that he does we don't have the poster children for racism in this play in there is a room. yeah. They're in a different place. We've got a southern <laughs> yeah. woman, who you know, history has been very kind to white women from from the antebellum South. We have a young uh, gay man from the '80s in this country, and then we have Tatiana. I don't want to spoil uh, too much about who. But she But another is, but shout out to the costume designer because the moment you see her, you know exactly who she is, which know. is really great. Even if you don't read the program note, read the program note. Please read the program note yeah. unless you have really studied Sounds your Egyptian okay. history. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, let let them see it when it comes in because it's pretty cool. But yeah, you're right. Like these are not the people. And so Sorry, we, you know, yeah. And so we have to look at it differently. Like, she's not the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. Exactly. This is not. Uh, I don't know his name. Milo. What is his name? Yiannopoulos. Yiannopoulos. Yeah. Those characters are easier to sort of pinpoint mm -hmm. and to go, that's a villain. I don't identify with them. I don't care who they are. 
what Kevin manages to do is create lives that we both dislike and probably do like a little bit. And identify with. And identify with, which is far stickier. And then he throws into that questions of race, questions of religion, questions of sexual identity, uh, questions of how even a black woman interacts with black men and how that relationship can help or hurt black men. Um, so no one gets off the hook, so to speak. And I think that is where, unfortunately, November 9th, was it last year? <laughs> that's, where, that's where we woke up. We woke up in a place where all of the allegiances that we thought that we had came into question. And I think, that, and I think that's the, what this play is forcing us to continue that conversation about. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a, it's a sticky and difficult question uh, and a sticky and difficult conversation. But uh, I think uh, we've, we've kind of gotten to the point where it's like, yeah, we're at the very least, uh, Flux is helping us to have that conversation. So thank you all so much for uh, for lovely work. Uh, the show is Am I Dead? The Untrue Narrative of Anatomical Lewis, the Slave. Yeah. Did I get it right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, great stuff from Kevin R. Free. And uh, you can find this at the 14th Street Y. How long are you guys here? Till Saturday, October 21st. Um, we will be here every night except Thursday night. Fluxtheater.org, theater with an R-E, correct? Yes. See, this is how often y'all have been in the podcast. <laughs> now I got, I got your got your website down. Uh, it's great to have you all back. Nice to meet you, nice sir. Nice to meet you. And uh, thanks for the work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Heather, Corey, Alicia, and Isaiah, for hanging out after the show to chat. You can catch Am I Dead? The Untrue Narrative of Anatomical Lewis, the Slave, at the Theater at the 14th Street Y, 344 East 14th Street in Manhattan through October 21st, 2017. Head to fluxtheater.org, and again, that's theater with an R-E, for a link to tickets and more information. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please give it a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. Until next time, go see a show. Beautiful stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. It's great to be back. (laughs)